Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, hello, hello. Check, one, two. Check, check. one, two. Check, 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 check. Let me, tell you something. Check. Let me tell you something funny. What? So I don't have a car right now. Um, Colby came to the house. We filmed a instructional video on the kettlebell swing. Mm-hmm. And then he drove me to Gina's. We can podcast. And <laughs> he looks over and he's like, is that a Boochcraft? And I go, no, it's a Diet Coke. I said, I'm trying to wean myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't work out really hard and, you know, and then I walk in Gina's door and we're getting, we're laughing about this show she's watching, which we're going to talk about today. And she goes, Hey, you want some rosé? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like instantly. <laughs> I know. I'm like the bad influence. No, it's, you know, it's a, it's Yuck Sunday and it's delicious. Okay. But that was my funny. It's, I mean, I think it's funny, funny story how it's like. I'm like, no, Coke, Diet Coke. And then Gina's like, you want some rosé? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> your, willpower, your willpower just like goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys, I was waiting for Brooke to get here. Oh, hey, by the way, welcome hey. to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Welcome back. Hey. Um, Brooke walks in and I, I, was, I was waiting for her and I had like 15 minutes. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll see what's on. And I go on Hulu and there's, it's, it's, uh, it's called the final member and leave it to Gina to find the weirdest <laughs> shit, always. Dude. So I click on it and it's about this guy. Are you taking a picture of Maggie? Yeah. Oh, she looked really cute. Oh, a video actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, so I look at the description and it says this guy has the only penis museum in Iceland. So I was like, oh yeah, sure. I'll watch it. And you guys, this show is so funny to me. This guy was given, um, you should honestly watch it if you want to be entertained. <laughs> wait, um, wait, I just want to say, what? I walk in and she goes, oh, dude, I am watching the weirdest documentary. <laughs> and I'm like, not surprised. I'm like, what's it about? She goes, 
this guy collects penises. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and he's like on this, this journey to, he's not going to stop until he gets a human one. Right. <laughs> this is the, it's just getting crazier. So we actually paused it. But, right, start from the top. All right. So this guy was given, I mean, from what I can remember, I'm terrible at remembering things, but so he, he basically was given a bull penis, uh, when he was like 17. And so it somehow, I think it was like as a joke, but he became obsessed with collecting penises and he's been married for like 52 years. His wife, his kids were just used to him bringing home different animal penises and putting them in formaldehyde and leaving them around his house. Oh, so then uh, yeah, they, I haven't watched they, any of this. What? <laughs> yeah. So then they encouraged him to open up a museum basically to just get the penises out of the house. Yeah. Because they were everywhere. So he opens no up one this museum. I think ever. it was in like 97 or something. He like has a dinner party. Everyone's like, actually, can I do it at my house? <laughs> it's so- more centrally located to everybody. <laughs> no, no, it's not because we don't want to come over there. <laughs> so then- Be surrounded. Constantly have just a bunch of dicks staring at you floating in formaldehyde. Just floating in formaldehyde. So then... He um he opens up his museum and his whole thing is that my museum will not be complete until I have a human penis. And then it goes into like the logistics of like how hard it is to get a human penis because most people want to be buried with their penis. <laughs> and he even says, he's like, you know, a lot of people will be buried without a kidney. It's not a big deal. But, but apparently getting a penis is very hard. So no pun intended. <laughs> and, it can be very uh, hard. Yeah. And so then... He ends up, this old, this really old man wants to donate his penis after he's dead. And it's this guy who's basically super misogynistic and wants his penis to go down in history. <laughs> and he's bragging about how big it is and how, how many women he's had. Apparently like 400 and something. Whoa. Yeah. And so there's a part where they're casting this old man's penis so he's got this clay stuck to his penis and they're trying to cut it off. And he's like, the getting, clay, not the, not the penis. No, right? not the penis. <laughs> he's like, take yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and so, but then, it's tired. but then there's apparently a rule, uh, in Iceland, there was a woman years ago that, uh, wanted to divorce her husband because it was only three inches or three thumbs as they said back then. Okay. And that, it needed to be at least five thumbs or five inches. To, to divorce him? Well, no, she wanted to divorce him because it was too small. Okay. So then it became a known thing that it had to be of, of legal length. Oh, my God. <laughs> legal it has length? To be, yeah. Legal so, length. I'm sorry. So... Basically, that's where Which, the legal. Whose who's thumb are we measuring it with? Because it's legal if you. I have really it with big mine. thumbs. <laughs> so do I. Uh, yeah. So it could be. Yeah, it could be bad for someone. So um, legal length. So so then, it ends up that this guy has to, uh, or the the museum guy wants yeah. at least a legal length penis. So he wants a five inch penis at least for for his display. <laughs> And so then they're trying to cast this old man's 
penis and he's you know trying to get he's trying to get the guy to make his penis longer so it can it can you know be the legal length yeah and it's clearly it's questionable they basically put his penis like on a scale on the tv and it's it has a question mark above it (laughs) so then so then there's some guy i swear i used to be much larger (laughs) so then there's a guy in California that hears about this penis museum and he really wants his penis to be in this museum. He wants to be the first human penis. So now the guy that owns the museum is talking to the Icelandic guy, the older guy, who has the questionable length and, <laughs> and legal length. The other guy basically like upped the Annie or Auntie. Auntie. Annie. So this other guy in California, he really wants to be the first guy. So he's literally, Colby actually brought this to my attention because I missed it because I wasn't watching it, you know, the whole time. This other dude wants to donate his penis before he's dead. Yeah, I thought I heard that. Yeah. So he... And he, he doesn't want to miss the, miss the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He doesn't want to miss it. And he's like, I just, you know, what am I going to do with my penis when I'm dead? I just, you know, want it to go down in history. So now, so the best part, well, I don't know if this is the best part, is that the the museum owner is interviewing the the other dude, like basically telling him like, well, there's competition. Oh. This other guy's willing to He's take like his dick out, stretching before. it, putting it, putting it on a stretcher, like rolling it out with a rolling pin. This guy, I can make it long. I swear, <laughs> this guy is willing to have his dick removed before he's dead, basically just to be the first guy. And then the other, the old guy goes, "Well, shit." <laughs> like, like you know, he's thinking about it. Like, I'm well, not fuck, dead yet? yeah. Like, what am I gonna have to do? Oh my god. So. I haven't, that's about as far as I've gotten. Oh, actually, no. So then the American guy is, there's a scene where he's getting his dick tattooed. Okay. Assuming that he will be the first guy in the penis museum. And Colby and I are watching it. What did he tattoo on it? The very head of his dick is like the American flag. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make this shit up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that, my friends, is a yuck yuck Sunday rolled Dude. all into one. So, yeah, I'm just curious to see what's going to happen. I wish I had time to watch the whole thing before we had to do this podcast because then she could really give you all or, the information so none of you have to watch or it. Or maybe you guys will all want to look up Final Member on Hulu. Or we just like pause the podcast, finish the episode, and come back. <laughs> we just pause it, watch like 10 minutes, come back on. All right, this is what happens next. It is unreal. It is unreal. I mean, there would, there would never be, t- I feel like, I mean, I, I, I can't say this. No, I can say it. But I, I don't know because I don't have a penis. But I feel like men's attachment to their penis might be, I, I mean, I would never donate my vagina to I be guess, seen. Could you say like similar, like, oh, wait, no, never mind. What? 
Well, I was going to say like similar to maybe women with their breasts, but that depends because if you are- yeah, You don't have to get them cut off. You can have those- No, but some do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then I was think, but then I was thinking like, cause you have, you know, he, she, they, mm-hmm. lots of this. It's, some people have no attachment to boobs. Right. And some, it's like different, just people and, you know, depends on the person. I don't know. Hey, Colby, how attached to your penis are you? He's pretty how attached. Much, uh, you are, I mean, you literally are attached to it. <laughs> um, how much money would it, could someone pay you to have your dick removed? If they could like, if they could, well, okay. if they could attach like a really awesome prosthetic dick that was working. He said, no, no way in hell. Way no way, hell. no way. Okay, but, but, okay, we're talking about men. Like one guy is in his 80s. One guy is in his 60s. Maybe 60s or 70s. Do you think 70s? I'm like, you know better than me. Do you I, was, think, I didn't I mean, I, I was kind of in and out, but. All I, I turned around and heard you, whatever his name was. And he's like, I'm from America. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly he tattooed an American flag on the tip of your Well, tip. yeah. And the best, well, I keep saying the best. A really good part is that the museum guy keeps really wanting because they're in Iceland, he really wants an like Icelandic yeah. person to represent, you know, the museum. But he's very conflicted because this other dude has a bigger dick, and he really wants it. To he be wants legal a bigger one. Length. Yeah, he wants it to be at least five <laughs> inches. <laughs> dude, what would you have tattooed on your penis? I'd like ought to put like made in America. I mean, like, I don't know. Like I honestly thought the he was American like- The American flag, this, that's so much, that's so much needlework for the color. No, it was the whole head. Yeah. I'd be like, just write, just like put, you know, just a letter. <laughs> I probably would have put my name. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, this is, this is my dick. Yeah. But no, he got the American flag. So, oh, you know, he's man. a patriot. Yep. The things you do for this country. <laughs> Just dropping dong so everybody knows. Well, and he even said, the guy goes, you know, I just, I would love to, to know that my, my dick was viewed for a thousand years. I thought, wow, that's, that's how you want to be immortalized. Okay. It's like, that's how I want to be remembered. <laughs> by my member. By my member. Remember me by my member. So yeah, I'm curious to see how it ends. Um, how long is it? How long is the documentary? I don't know. Here, give me the thing. Um, how far in are you? I don't know. She is 30 minutes oh, in. Oh, there's... I'm 30 minutes in. It's got 40 minutes left. The final member. Yeah. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, look at that guy. Nice comb over. Comb over. Man. He's a nail biter for sure. <laughs> She's like got the TV paused on him on, on the phone. I haven't I haven't gotten to the he's point. He's definitely in his 70s. I don't know if he's uh Wait, is that the American? Hey Colby, guy? did you see? Is he married? I wonder if his wife's okay with him getting rid of his dick already. Maybe his he's gotten a lot of use out of it. And maybe it doesn't work anymore. And instead of like, trying oh no, to just, they want it. They want it like hard for the cast. Yeah, they just pump it full of. They were trying to get it hard for the old dude, and he. <laughs> dude, I just had the grossest visual. <laughs> oh was my so, god! It was just such like, an awkward scene. This like, just like poor a, just little like, old man is like just, laying on his back and telling the guy that's casting his dick like to make it longer and get it harder. Oh my god! I'm just picturing like <laughs> a very okay. Let me tell you what I'm picturing. Yeah. Fuck! It's gross, guys. But that's what I'm thinking about. Like a, oh, <laughs> for sure it's like a cartooned like little old. No, he is this like cute little old man. Yeah, like I'm he just, wears I'm, a bow tie I'm, I'm all the time. The penis. Uh huh. And okay. I'm picturing it as a worm, <laughs> and like a very old, like he's like sag, tired worm, and he's just like, like a little hey. face on it. Yeah, and like you know, just laying over on those <laughs> those bean bags, <laughs> but clearly hanging like way off of them because he said he's you know legal length. And then he's like, make it harder. And they're just like trying to like stroke it. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. No, the poor little cast. It looked very small. Oh my God. But yeah, it was, um, uh, it's a, you know, interesting. She'll watch anything. <laughs> I will watch anything. She 100% will watch anything. And I, I appreciate it. Because I won't on my own. Like, if I were home right now. Yeah, like, you actually, like, look up on things and you're like, oh, this is how it's... Am I interested? This much on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like... um, I, I care... It's almost like I care more about, like, a rating on Rotten Tomatoes when I'm, like, enjoy... I want to enjoy a movie with people that I'm watching it with. It's like, I if I... Tr if we're going to watch a movie and I'm interested in it and the people that I'm with or person or whatever there it's not something that's up there alley i don't i don't in, i don't have fun it's no longer fun for me because i'm like <laughs> and i don't care at all i'm like i'm like we're on this journey together yeah but like that's why we're life that's why you're my soulmate <laughs> i'll be on any journey with you dude i'll watch you've had to watch terrible movies with me well we although, enjoy, now like but like we enjoy terrible movies although i will say um there are some movies that are rated really well that are Awful. Awful. We watched a movie the other night. The Swarm. <laughs> you guys, it's a French film dubbed over. Was it on? Was it on Apple? Where did we watch it? From? I don't remember. Amazon? Oh, I don't. Know. I don't remember. One of them. One Netflix. Of the one of the platforms. It was Netflix called The Swarm. 
She was and like, oh, it's like 80, 88%. It was, I think it was a hundred percent. Oh, no, you're right. Meter. No, it you're was a hundred percent. And I looked at her and I was like, okay, that means it's either really good or God awful because critics like what gets rated that high it's too too artistic yes trying too hard yeah you know and for some people that's what they're looking for Mm -hmm. I want to be entertained I also love like deep movies and I like a really good storyline especially it's a it was a horror film and we watch a lot of horror movies love and I feel like more times than not, especially because after so much time that was spent in in the home after the last couple of years. In the home? In the home. Uh, well, one, I get really bummed because nine times out of 10, when I'm sleeping over at Gina's, which is a lot, okay? And I'm like, we are going to bed. And we're like, okay, we're going to watch a scary movie? Yes. And I'm like trying to find one. She goes, find one. And I'm like trying to find one. I was like, ooh, what about this? She goes, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, what about this? Oh, I've already seen it. What about this one? Oh, I've seen it. And there's been times where I watch she feels, way too much she TV. She feels so bad. Like she wants me to be excited about us watching something for the first time that she'll lie to me. I will. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I've never seen it. <laughs> and then like part way, part way in, she like outs herself. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not smart enough to like know. And then lucky, like when I'm lucky there's a movie that she can't remember if she's seen it That's and true. we'll watch it. And she goes, Oh no, no, I've seen it. But she won't. And I'm like, well, let's change it. It's like, I'm not, am, I'm not interested anymore. Like I want to watch something with you for the first time, but there are times where, cause she just, she'll watch stuff and do other things. Like she'll have a, a show on where I she, like TV as the background. She like half ass listens to it or watches it. Yeah. So at least there's that. Cause then I can, you know, uh, even if she's seen it or like under, like kind of knows what's going on, she has not paid attention to it. So, so it's I, like watching it so for the I first still time. So I to watch it with her for the, the first, first time. time. For the half time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. leave it to Gina to, to, she is, she will watch anything. Anything. anything I well, in. Oh man, you gotta see this documentary I'm watching. <laughs> what's it about? This guy collects penises? <laughs> What? Yeah, he's on this like this search to get his collection will not be complete until he has a human penis. <laughs> and it's very difficult to get one. Well, I I really do love until a documentary. You go to America. <laughs> I actually watched another documentary that was really good and I can't remember the name of it, but I think I don't know what platform it was on, but Gina Davis um I don't know if she produced it or she did the study on it, but it's basically like women in Hollywood. Okay. And so that would be really interesting. It was really interesting. And it was talking about, uh, basically how women are not represented in Hollywood. And what was interesting about it also is that you find out that rotten tomatoes is 77. I could be wrong. 77, 78% men. Wait, like, um, people that, so the people that are like, the no, the people like that are the critics okay. are met are 77 to 78% men. Wow. So you would, cause they're like, women aren't funny. Right. Or yeah. women, you know, can't do great films. And there was a part in there too, that was showing that women who have, you know, received Oscars for yeah. movies. Uh, uh, what is the movie? 
It's uh, it's it's a war movie. God, it got new a, or old. It, what new or old? Uh, older, not old like my old. Oh yeah. Um, not like Full Metal Jacket old, but like shit. What was it called? Anyway, I can't remember. But um, this woman was like the first woman to receive best director and she still couldn't get her movies made after that what yeah yeah i think a a, a very small percentage of women maybe like nine percent of women that actually direct movies get you would you would assume that they would automatically get a second deal yeah and or a second job mm-hmm. and they can go with you know nine years without getting another directing job that's insane it is insane and then they had they were interviewing a bunch of women uh female actresses saying how many times have you had females on the set and i think natalie portman was one and maybe reese witherspoon and they were saying maybe they could count it on one hand and that's everyone and there was one that i think it was chloe Oh, I can't remember her last name. Anyway, there was this one actress that was saying that there was a time when she was, oh, uh, it was a, it was the remake of Carrie. Okay. Okay. So I think I told you this, but um, there, you know, she was raised in a very religious home and mm-hmm. she gets her period for the first time and she was going over like, you know, how would I feel getting my first period and her and the female director had basically come to an agreement of how that would feel. Mm -hmm. And all these men interjected like, no, 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 it should be this or it should be that. Oh my God. (laughs) It's so interesting that men would have an opinion. Yeah. An opinion or input of how, Fucking this girl, standard, this woman dude. would go through standard. her first period. Hey, sorry, guys, period. our listeners. Um, first of all, the fact that you're you're male and you listen to this. Yeah, we're not assuming we're not, we, that you're misogynistic. Yeah, we actually, you're not. But, I mean, you <laughs> I might was, be. You but, might, but I also assume But it that, might also make, make you think that I maybe assume, you shouldn't have, a, have an opinion. Yeah, and I assume if you're a male listener of ours, one, we love you. Two, um, the fact that you listen to this podcast you're automatically in a much different category in my mind than anyone we are now currently discussing. <laughs> Fucking standard, dude. Yeah. So how oh crazy is that? So, I, okay, this is a thought. I'm just going to share a thought with you. Could be an assumption, probably. And I'm going I'm to work through my thought on the podcast. Out loud. Yep. Standard. Not in your mind. No. I'm going to get it out. <laughs> okay. Producing, I mean, well, obviously, producing a movie or a show or whatever, money, right? Right. Um, I just feel like how, like, women band together to have more money to be able to help produce a lot of this shit. Because, like, I feel like nowadays the way this fast is they're just pumping out garbage shows on like episodic shows on Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Hulu, fucking Peacock. Peacock? Is that new? <laughs> I mean, I finally got it because Gina was like, I'm watching Doctor, I watched Doctor Death. I was like, what platform? There's not, yeah. Peacock. I'm like, what? But there seems that there's like so many opportunities to be able to like create and get your ideas out and be creative. But it's still, when it comes down to it, it's like, 
what's promoted is that women, women, yeah, they can do it. But when it comes down to it, it's like, eh, nah. Exactly. And then what I find so, okay, I, I'm not all for just put women in. Like now we have to prove a point that we're all for women. So like, for instance, Ocean's 8 doing remakes of like the Ghostbusters to have an all-female cast. Come on. Just start your own thing. No, how about just make a film with a different storyline that might have some strong women in it instead of remaking classic films to prove a point that women can do it too. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm a woman. And I think that there should be more women portrayed the, you know, more often and like having roles. It's like strong and and strong. It's like, I have the same feeling of when you watch a war film or an action film and they've got women doing things that no fucking way could that, could that girl, should they be, play that role. Uh, With that said, it's kind of like when I did Wonder Woman, right? I still get it. It's like, you should have been Wonder Woman. And I said, well, yeah, that'd be very cool. That would be so cool. Um, you know, you look, you're, you look because of my, well, because people are the, you're you know, my fans, physical, but also if we're just going to say like what physicality, like physical and my ability to move and, um, and I get that a hundred percent, but even me to like in response to a lot of people is this like, yes, I hear you. I agree with you. I think that'd be so cool. I would love that opportunity. Um, but it makes also sense that like you have to be able to act too. You know, you can't just look the part for something. Um, you need the opportunity. So there's like the thing where it's like, who's going to get the opportunity? Right. Who's been around longer? Who's like hotter? Or well, but what's you a also, safer bet? You but also like, can't take away from the people that have, because if you're really empowering women, Gal Gadot, beautiful and, woman, well, and amazing just, woman, just the how would you woman. how would you not support her in that role? Yes, exactly. And um, just because she doesn't look like you wouldn't mean that you would think, oh, you know, she doesn't look strong. She doesn't look this well, or that. And, and the thing too is it's like, well, if you have super, if you're like have superpowers, it doesn't really matter what your size or what you look like. Right. But there are, I mean, she's got a, there are a rope. There Lasso. are instances where I, I've watched a movie and it's like, I can't even take this seriously. There's no way that woman with zero muscle on her body is fighting off those giant men. Like in my, it's like, I just, well, unless you have super, superpowers. Yeah, unless you yeah. have superpowers. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not su- of supportive of like this woman playing that role. It's more like, I wonder the amount of women that didn't get the chance to play that role because they're too, because they're seen as being too muscular or too big or not pretty enough or whatever. And it's, it's so funny. Cause like I, I, I do try to understand and see things from different people's perspectives and understand like the business of the whole thing. And so I get it, you know, in fact, okay. I think I actually said this <laughs> dude, when I was on the justice league set, I, first of all, I 100% enjoyed my time filming Justice League with Zack Snyder and his entire production team. They were incredible, way more than doing Wonder Woman. And it, it, I, I loved it. But I remember like sitting and waiting. And like the thing is like, 
I'm so low. Like I am the, I was like the lowest on the totem pole. This is my second, op, second job ever in entertainment. And I remember sitting and we were filming this. If you guys have watched the justice league, if you have not watch it, skip the first one that came out, just the watch, the, Snyder, Snyder just cut. watch yeah. the Snyder cut. So good. It was done the way it was supposed to be done. And it was an it's it's a very good movie. Yes, it's long, but it does not feel long because Zach, he, incredible. Director. Well, he develops all the characters more. Yes. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, but I'm sitting there and it's me and my friend Harry. We're both in dressed full kit and we're doing the scene where like the mother box is like coming alive and you've got all of these Amazons surrounding like guards right they're surrounding in like tiered levels this room that we're in and you have the focus is down in this conversation with like the the main amazons in that scene um discussing like what do they do right like what's happening and they've they're shooting and i'm sitting next to zach and me and harry and he's in his director chair and he's got his screen so he can actually see um what it's going to look like which is a very cool experience, by the way. Mind-blowing. And I just finally asked him, I was like, because I'm sitting there, you know, and I, I, my my career is in health and fitness. Like, that's that's what I do. CrossFit Games, um, you know, health, ad, fitness advocator, like a influencer. Um, but that's like, that's what I did. Like, that's my bread and butter. That's what I'm going home to. And I was... This is my second act actress job or acting job, but, and do I want to do more? Yes. Am I working on that? Yes. But that wasn't and isn't my main, like my, Your main focus. my main focus, my cornerstone. And so I thought to myself, because like, I was just having all these feelings and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to ask this guy. And I don't even care if like, 
it it rubs him the wrong way in a way for me to ask this question. And I looked at him and I was like, can I just ask you a question? He's like, yeah. And I go, why am I not out there? They have all the Amazons, all the extras, everyone in this scene, except for two of us, me and Harry. And you're both very muscular. Harry is like my Mm -hmm. friend and Herod. Harry, I hope you're listening to this. I love you. I miss you. Um, She's from Wales. She is a detective in Wales. She's a specimen of 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 a human. And beautiful tall um anyways ripped we're sitting there and i just go why are like why am like basically like why aren't you using me like why why am i here in full kit if you're not using me i just needed to know because i this is my first time second time but like this is a whole new world for me you know i don't understand and i i started to understand the fact that it's like it's not my job, nor is it my right, honestly, especially like the level of totem pole I'm on, to know what's going on, to know what the vision is. To, it's like I'm, I'm there to do my job, but I just needed to know. And I, I said, I just don't, like, why am I not out there? Like, even if I'm in the background, just, like, use me. I just want to be, I, I want to be a part of it, you know. And, and he said, he, he goes, he goes, just look out there. And he goes, look at all of the girls. Might I add, I think I was the only blonde. Like with really, there was maybe a, a one or two other ones, but for the most part, I was really the only blonde. I had really long, blonde curls, like big hair. And he said, everyone out there is interchangeable. He's like, if I just put you in this scene just to put you'll you in. You'll stand out. He's like, you'll stand out too much and draw mm-hmm. too much attention to yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Thank that, you. Like, just thanks for yeah. telling me. And then that was when I kind of understood too. I mean, I did understand this doing Wonder Woman, but I actually got to have a conversation with someone who like, they have the vision, right? He's, he's making the film um, where it made the most sense. You have to have, you have to set the whole scene. Like the world of what's happening has to be so big, even though, the moment of what you want people to be paying attention to is like this one small part in the whole thing. So if I would have been in the background somewhere, one, I'm just so happy he didn't just throw me in there, just throw me in. Like, I don't want to be in the background. He told me, he's like, if for you to be, he's like, you can't just be in a scene just to be there. You're going to have to play a role that cannot live without you. And that made me feel very good. Yeah. And it, it helped me understand like, oh, you're, well, thank you. Like, that, uh, yeah. That's ver- it's so it's right. A and it's a compliment. And like, okay, now I'm not as upset that I'm just sitting here not being, like not getting um, the experience or the opportunity to be a part of it. Because that's how I was feeling. Like, oh, I'm here. Like, use me. And he just, you know, it made sense too. It's like, if I were to be in the background when and if I were to draw the attention, like the viewer's attention away from what we needed them to pay attention to, where we wanted the focus, which was down by the mother box where the girls were talking, because you can see not like not super super well because they're in the background. You can see all the Amazons. It's like it's to create this whole feeling of like tons of Amazon yeah, warriors just background. Like, protecting you know what's going on. Uh, I could have like really ruined that moment 
and potentially maybe not ruin the moment, but in his mind, in his vision, I would have taken away from what he needed the audience to be understanding and feeling to be focused on yes right um that's interesting i want to go back and watch it now yeah yeah because it's true it's like in those scenes you don't you're not necessarily looking at anything else Mm -hmm. i mean you you see the vision you see there's a ton of people but yeah, I could see that like maybe having this like one super buffed blonde chick in the back might be distracting. Well, and I can't, <laughs> I can't remember, it was a long time ago. I can't remember if I actually said this to him or had this conversation or if I maybe had it with someone else, but I feel like I probably was ballsy enough that I said it to him. I said, it was frustrating that like in this whole, especially at that time, it was very, it was like the me too. It was very like women focused everywhere right I said it was very frustrating that there's this idea or movement for like strong women and I said and it's like that's this um without really representing strong women well no it's more so like everyone wants to say strong women like all the magazines strong women and then but when it comes down to it people it seemed like the safe thing to do is still just to pick what you think will sell the most. Right. And I said, I could, I, I could understand that because it's money and like everything costs money. And like when you're putting, when people are putting so much money into a project or a movie or a show or whatever, you're really trying to like, maybe you want to go out on a limb and you want to like portray a character different than what the norm is or what people would expect. But, you but you're trying to appeal to, to the masses. You're still trying to think about like the box office. Like, right. you're st- like you have, there has to be a return. And as, as a director, it's like, there has to be a return because you need to ha- get more jobs. Right. And so it's, it's a, it's a mess. It's a worm, like, you know, a box of worms. It's a, it's a wormhole. A wormhole. And um, I'm just happy it's that. It's a box of worms. It's a box. What's the, what's the phrase? Can of worms. Can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. Well, it's a wormhole. It's a worm it's a box. Of worms. Yeah, it's a box of worms. Hey guys, it's a box of worms. Yeah, and it's like on one hand, it's like, well, I'm just happy that I'm. That's not my my career, because <laughs> that would be tough. Like if you wanted to, you know, do something different, or you know, go out on a limb and try something different that hasn't really been done, and go against the norm, you're taking a lot of risk, and uh, your risk is with a bunch of people are going to go and watch this and you hope that they enjoy it and you, you have a job after that. But I think too, you know, just responding to that, I think that there is a problem within women. If, if we're really honest that even there's been so many times that I've been with you in a situation and watched other women look at you in a way that's like, oh, she's too muscular. Oh, yeah, judge me. Judge you. Judgy. And I think that if you're really a woman that really wants to support other women, you will support other women of all different body Shape, types. Sizes, Shape, colors, size, every, everything. everything. Um, and I think that too many women are like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm for women. And no, dude, women, women, are, women but, are harder But they're on women harder than on women men than are. men are. I, I do believe that. I, I mean, I can't speak for men, but it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, there's been so many times when 
like I said, you and I have been together and we've gone somewhere and, you know, you see a group of catty girls and they all like look over and like whisper. Oh yeah. Or, or do something. In fact, it was funny because when we were, when we were uh, so many times, I'm so used to it. So, uh, when we were in LA and you had your nose thing, uh-huh. you know, you've got your freaking nose cast and your black eyes. And I would notice all these people like staring at you. And I was like, you know, I'm just realizing that they're staring at you because of your nose. I'm so used to people staring at you regardless that it just occurred to me that they're staring because you have a nose cast and two black eyes. Yep. So I, I feel like you deal with that a lot and mostly I mean, definitely men, but also women, a huge percentage of that. Oh, yeah. I remember in San Francisco feeling very protective, and I'm, I am not a tough person, but there are times when I will uh, be very protective and show her claws. <laughs> What'd claws you say? Come, show your claws. Yeah, show my claws. And we were, I might have told this story already, but we were in San Francisco. Gosh, I don't know what it was, 2015. And I think we were celebrating our friend's birthday. Was it the coffee festival? No. It was um, uh, a friend's birthday. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And so we went there and we walked into this one bar and we were going to go. We were just, you know, seeing if there was any room there. And we walked in and there was this table of women. There were a couple men and they were so obviously talking about you and whispering about you. And I just remember looking at them and I just put my finger up and I went, uh-uh. <laughs> like that's how tough I am. You are tough. <laughs> she's always like, it's so funny because she's like, you know, the joke. And they all looked at me like, oh shit, she saw me. And I was like, yeah, fuck you guys. Like, don't, don't talk about my girl. Oh, yeah. She's like, she'll tell you, like, she, you know, if, if there's anything, her natural reaction is to, you know, the world is a dangerous place and, like, run away. <laughs> but I've told her, I'm like, dude, yes, but there are times, like, like moments like that where Gina gets, she, she gets tough. <laughs> I get pissed. Yeah. And, like, like, you know, I love it. I just try to use my height. Yeah, I get real tall. These legs are powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I was all right. Gonna, I was going to read this response. So do you guys remember when we were talking about hiccups? And Gina was like, hey, message us and tell us, like, how do you get rid of hiccups? Yeah. This is from Corey Walsh. She said, getting rid of hiccups. So this works 100% of the time. Oh, Whoa. wow. A hundred percent of the time. Okay, we're going to put it to the test. My daughter and I have violent hiccups. They're loud and they hurt. Dude, I hate those ones. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. So what you do is take a pen or pencil and you bite on it like a horse, like a horse bit in your mouth, oh, in your molars, so across, like horizontal in your mouth. And you drink a full glass of water over the sink, it's a little messy. Drink until the water's gone and your hiccups will be gone. What? What? I can't wait to get hiccups just to please, try Please, please tell the world about this trick. Oh, we doing oh, it. Oh, we told We em. doing it, Corey. Uh, it works in, in an instant. Love you both, Corey Walsh. Oh, love you too. Dude, Thank love you. you. So you put it in your mouth like, like, like a this? horse bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then drink water huh. over the sink. 
instant relief. Okay. Any of you, if you have hiccups and you try this and you get instant relief, please let us know. <laughs> please email us in because We're Corey, Corey says 100%, 100%. The time. 100%. Works 100% every time. We believe her. Works every time, 100% of the time. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys, uh, thanks for listening to us talk about penises and museums and um, <laughs> female empowerment. Female empowerment and uh, Hollywood. And. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five-star five star rating, five-star five star warning, warning. And, and we'll we're talk, gonna talk to you guys next later. week. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.